Style Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, good Monday morning to you all, and hello, Janelle. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> My girl is back. <laughs> uh, two weeks later, you are back, mm-hmm. Canadian soil. But not even that long ago, you got back. <laughs> okay, so explain this to us like we're a five-year-old. Uh, it's tomorrow. It's t- it's tonight for you. How is your? What's your? What's, yeah. What's your body thinking? What a little time bit is? messed up. I honestly thought that I'd be a little bit more tired right now, considering mm-hmm. we got in last night uh, to Ottawa because we flew into Montreal and we had to drive still to get home. We got in around twelve thirty, uh, like Pete, like midnight, midnight thirty. <laughs> Anyways, that's AM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I think it's because technically in Vietnam, it's about uh, 6, 6, 12 p.m. there right now. It's dinner time. It's dinner time. And, uh, you know, I'm alert, awake and ready to go because, because that's the clock I'm on like right now. 37 hours of travel. Yeah, it was a very long trek home, uh, unfortunately, because we had uh, three flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a few delays. And we had a 10-hour layover, so that was really long, but uh, it turns out that we were able to leave the airport, and we went to Tokyo for 10 hours. 10 hours in Tokyo. (laughs) Sounds like a movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was a little complicated. Their subway system is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my eyes, and we got so confused and so turned around because there wasn't a lot of English there, but, you know, we made it back to the airport and made it home. But Vietnam itself, like, I remember when you first said you were going, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) No, that's the kind way of putting it. Yeah. You were thinking in your head, what the heck is he doing? Like, what do you, like, what do you do? But then, like, I think, like, I mean, we were all following along with your videos and stuff. I think that you, like, made everybody want to go there now because who knew how beautiful. I was even blown away by what I saw and witnessed and experienced while there. I was very excited to go. It's a destination I'd wanted to travel for for years because I'd heard great things, but it was more unbelievable than I could even mm. begin to explain. I mean, there's the mountains, there's the the beaches, there's just delicious and unbelievable food and the kindest people and the coolest culture and so mm. much to learn there. It really offered up a lot and uh, I would recommend traveling to Vietnam to anyone. Yeah, it yeah. looked like you took in a lot of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did our best two weeks to, in the days. to like yeah. get absolutely everywhere. We did north, we did south, we did central. Um, we did some internal flights to get around because it's a big country, some yeah. train rides, some overnight sleeping buses and stuff. Um, yeah, w- there was not a moment's rest. <laughs> you did a lot of things I would never do in my life, <laughs> like riding at the edge of a cliff on a motorcycle with someone else's life in your hands. <laughs> it's your, your life in someone else's hands. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, happy really you're was. back too. Well, thank you. When you think useless, think of Stu. It's Stuntman Stu's Useless Fact of the Day on Move 100. Well, we're holding down the fort with the useless facts, and I think we're going to hand over the torch. Yeah, we want a little help with it. Yeah, if any of our listeners happen to have a useless fact or, you know, you want to send one in to us, text it into 10-0-30, we can read your useless fact and we can judge you and score you (laughs) and see how you do. But for today, I do have one. I hope this is not a repeat. I don't remember ever hearing it before, but I think it's quite fascinating. Okay. We're all familiar with guinea pigs. Yes. They're so cute. Anyone who has a guinea pig knows they are highly social critters and they prefer the company of other guinea pigs. 
And that is why it is actually illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. What? It's fully illegal. <laughs> and if one of your guinea pigs passes away and you're not yet ready to commit to another, the Swiss government will allow you to rent a guinea pig <laughs> as a companion for your remaining pet in the meantime. So they just have a bunch of guinea pigs on rent? Yeah. Like, like they just have a bank full of guinea pigs that are ready to go at any yeah. time? What? Yeah. Just this like, is unbelievable. Yeah. It is illegal to own just one, so you need backup before you get another one. That just sounds like a, a never-ending cycle of owning guinea pigs. Right. Because, like, if one dies, okay, well, we got to go get another guinea pig. Yeah. And, then- and you need a rental, <laughs> and then you got to keep the rental until the other one dies, and then you give the rental back, I guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. If you want to get out of the guinea pig game, that's your only option. <laughs> I don't know. That is fascinating. All right, what are you going to give that? I would also love to know how they police this. So they've got guinea pig police right? in Switzerland. They're just patrolling neighborhoods, checking cages. Yeah. Honestly, this was a great fact. I'm going to give you this a 9.5. I really like this one. It's bizarro, isn't it? Wow. All right, let's check the scores. It's 10-0-30 once again. Uh, and feel free, please, to text in a useless fact. We might use it tomorrow. So, Sassy Kathy and Manowit giving it a 9 and a 9.5. There you go. All right, Aaron, 10 out of 10. That's funny and very useless. Yes, and a welcome back, Janelle, from Aaron. <laughs> uh, Frantastic is giving it a 10. She says, oh, wow. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, if I could own 20 20, laugh out loud, from uh, Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. I guess they, they love guinea pigs, and they gave that a 10. Okay. Well, there you go. Early morning kids uh, giving it a 10. They love this fact. Amazing. Very cool. Uh, Connie, the wound care nurse, gives you a 10. Uh, that's a very interesting fact. And if you end up owning two guinea pigs, you could end up with more, depending on the sexes. Yeah, <laughs> you just start breeding <laughs> guinea pigs at that point, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Diva Claus says, this cycle will never end. <laughs> yeah. I need to see this guinea pig rental shop. <laughs> giving it a nine. Uh, I was expecting a mail it in Monday with, uh, much to my surprise, a great fact. A 10 out of 10 from Gusto. <gasps> from the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in the Hall of Fame now because we've just inducted him back in. We hold the power now. Yes, we do. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, we've been hearing here at home how bad the respiratory and flu season is here um, and how overrun Chio is. And now the news that they have called in assistance from the Canadian Red Cross. Oh, my gosh. To the hospital. So uh, the people are arriving this week. They're going to have a team of staff from the Red Cross um, to come in and allow some of the redeployed staff that's been working over, over, over time to go back to their other roles to make sure that the team at Chio can, you know, cover all bases. The emergency department saw 218 children on Wednesday of last week alone. What? In one day. And 11 of those kids waiting in the ER for a bed, needing a bed. Oh, That's wow. how bad it is right now. And it's there's no end in sight. I mean, we're just ramping up at this point with all of these viruses and flus that are going around. So Taylor Swift's fans are taking this whole Ticketmaster debacle into their own hands. So we all heard about this, the site crashing as she released her pre-sale for the North American leg of her tour. And some people waited in the queue for eight hours, <laughs> like a full work hour, like working day shift, uh, just to try to get these tickets. And we're just held off and held off until at the end of it all, 
they didn't they even get nothing. them. Yeah. So uh, they obviously are, uh, you know, going after Ticketmaster now. Some of her fans, 26 of them, have gotten together and filed a lawsuit accusing Ticketmaster of intentionally and purposefully allowing scalpers and bots to buy up the concert tickets because Ticketmaster, they say, is paid again in additional fees every time a ticket is resold oh. on top of it being bought in the first place. So to see how how this goes. I mean, this is going to be, if they're successful with this, they're going to set a big precedent oh, yeah. <laughs> moving forward. I mean, already we see that they're trying to revamp the program. There's a monopoly going on with, you know, Ticketmaster and Live Nation now being all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other place to buy a ticket. Yeah. So they got to get these things together big time. Step in, Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You never really do know who you're going to meet while you're traveling, and turns out the world is a whole lot smaller than you realize. Even though it took me 37 hours to get home. <laughs> I was going to say, this was not a small trek to where you were going. But you ran into someone with a connection here locally. Yeah, honestly, this was a mind-blowing moment. It happened, you know, midway through our vacation. And as you do, you get to know the people that you're traveling with. And at that point, we were on a a three-day, two-night cruise through Halong Bay. And we're swimming in the water, getting to know a few people. And a lot of the people that we were traveling with were people who were traveling for months at a time. So they didn't really have jobs. Right. But once they found out that Adam and I were just on a two-week vacation, they kind (laughs) of wanted to know a little bit more like, oh, like, what do you guys do then back home? So, you know, we're talking. We're from Ottawa. A lot of people don't know where that is. (laughs) Shocking. But uh, a a new person popped up and said, oh, yeah, like, I'm from Ottawa, actually. And now I live in the Northwest Territories. Wow. Wow, crazy cool that somebody, you know, knows Ottawa. That's where they grew up. Get into what I do for work and say, yeah, you know, I'm a morning radio show host. Oh, cool. And she, this woman goes, oh, really? You know, my mom is in uh, broadcast in Ottawa as well. And I go, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You know, like that could mean a lot of things. That could mean, you know, you're on the air. That could mean you're not on the air. Right. She says, well, she's in, she's in TV. She's, she's on the air in TV. And I was like, okay, well, who's, who's your mom? I got to know her. Yeah. Patricia Bull. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, get out. Okay. Everyone in Ottawa knows who Patricia <laughs> Bull is. Like yeah. she's saying it like I wouldn't know who her mom was. Right. And turns out I met Patricia Bull's daughter swimming in Halong Bay in Vietnam. What the? How random. And she doesn't even, like, she lives in the Northwest Territories. Yeah. So for her to be there at the same time in the same waters, and she was just traveling, obviously, as well. On her own. Yeah. was just unbelievable. Like, I was like, yeah, I was at a Red Blacks game with your mom two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> your mom works downstairs. <laughs> I met yeah. your brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just That is so random. So- so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then to, you know, put the cherry on top of all of that. So we part ways after that trip. And, you know, some people go north, some people go south. Um, we bump into her three days later and she's <laughs> staying at the same hostel as us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Her mom must have been like, what? Yeah. She so, of course, she tells her mom, I get a message from Patricia being like, oh, my gosh, it's so nice. Just, you know, I've been following along. It gives me a better idea what she's doing. She's traveling as a solo female. And I was like, you know what? She was traveling very smart. Yeah. I could tell. Like, and she was like, that 
made me just feel so much better as her mom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is so funny. It's like on what my chances. Mind explosion uh, when that happened. Wow. So some of you must have similar stories in that you just ended up in a place at the same time as someone you knew or, you know, met or whatever. Like it's a small world type stories. It is. It really is. And I'm yeah. sure that you've had this kind of happen to you on your travels. And maybe it wasn't even that far away, but still it's wild when you meet someone. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like makes your mind go a little bit. <laughs> so tell us your stories. We're going to get to some of them coming up. 750-1100 or text us. 10 So we're talking about those myths, small world stories, because Janelle bumping into Patricia Bull's daughter in <laughs> Vietnam was so random. <laughs> but we know there's a lot of stories like that, and you've been sharing them with us this morning. Like this one from Bev. This one's kind of mind-blowing. She said she was uh, recently on a vacation in Europe, solo for a few months, was on the Eurostar from Paris to London, sat down with a seat and a family of three joined her there in that row. Asked where they are from, little chit-chat. Oh, you're from Canada. Oh, cool. Yeah, from Ottawa. Oh, neat. And then right down to Stittsville, very specific. <laughs> and it turns out they live right down the street from her in Stittsville. Stop it. <laughs> Just happened to be in the same row. That is crazy. Uh, Megan shared a story about when she was younger. Uh, I'd gone on a shopping trip to the U.S. and Maine. She runs into a girl from her high school there. She's like, well, I guess we were both skipping school on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Kim uh, said that they went to Ocho Rio in Jamaica. Um, they were on the trip from the airport to the resort. And the bus stopped for a rest stop. And they came out to the bathroom. And she ends up randomly seeing a colleague from her former employer washing her hands at the sink right beside her. She hadn't seen her in over 12 years. <gasps> so they ended up spending the week in Jamaica at the same resort and like <laughs> connecting the whole time <laughs> that's so lovely yeah. all right sharon's got a crazy story she was flying from ottawa to, to toronto as a shy 18 year old this is her first time flying alone and a little bit nervous so she gets on the plane the flight crew hands her a newspaper she says yes that happened back in the 80s and the front page article is a concert review of the concert that she really really wanted to go to chris de berg oh lady in red mm -hmm. but she couldn't because she was moving away she finds her seat. She starts reading about the best concert ever. She hears a gentleman ask if this is seat 3B as he motions to the seat next to her. She looks up and it's Chris DeBerg. No! <laughs> no, it was not. Yes! As she's reading the concert review of the concert she didn't get to go to, yes. she gets them all to herself in the seat beside him. Yeah, she's like, we talked the whole flight. He walked her through her connection in Toronto. And he was just like so lovely the entire plane. He was like signing autographs and, you know, told her told her all about his songwriting, his wife. and <gasps> That literally just gave me chills. Like, there's no way. Yes. Wow, that is super cool. Small world. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move. What's trending? Yeah, parents around the city are getting ready for tonight. It's the city of Ottawa's brand new online registration platform. It's going to face its first test tonight as the registration opens for swimming lessons. Oh, boy. Any parent knows and has complained for several years about the problems with the old system, trying to register your kids for swimming lessons all at the same time right across the 
the city. The portal always crashes. You get kicked out. You know, it's just it's a it's been a nightmare. And so the new system has been in the works at Ottawa City Hall for months. And uh, they're calling this new system a, quote, modern client experience (laughs) so hopefully if they fix some of those bugs uh they say it's more user-friendly and practical so we'll find out tonight uh it opens up at nine o'clock and i tell you there's there's no other pair like you got the phone ready the computer ready the ipad and it's like going in for taylor swift tickets yeah it is it's gonna be that kind of a debacle yeah because parents you know with more kids too are trying to do get, multiple get the multiple lessons but ideally on the same day or in and around oh, the same time geez. so you're just going once and oh yeah it's a debacle so the girl guides speaking of kids and activities uh girl guides of canada have announced you may have seen this that they are in for a name change for their brownies program it's been the brownies forever but um they say that they Uh, It's time to change the name. They say that some black Canadians, indigenous residents, people of color have chosen to skip the program because of that name and maybe changing it can ensure more girls feel like they belong in the program. So they've had votes and two new names uh, have been presented as the options. So either the Comets or the Embers. Um, And so the members are going to have a chance to vote on that uh, until December 13th. And then the new name of the Brownies program will be announced in late January. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's either the Comets or the Embers. I like the Embers. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of a campfire. Well, that's (laughs) the thing. I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Used to skip around the toadstool and the whole thing and the fireplace. Yeah. That sounds uh, good to me. And Mm -hmm. that's What's Trending brought to you by DeFalco for brewers and winemakers. Time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right. Who is going to play the game with us today? We have Craig and Kathy on the line. Craig made it through first. We'll let him pick his categories. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Craig, we're going to tell you what they are. You decide which one you want to go with, all right? Sounds good. Uh, I got to give a big shout out to Valencia Barnes, who sent in our categories this morning. Big fan of them. We have. Good morning, Canada, or good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> oh, clever, clever. I'm going to go Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. This is how we say hello in French. Uh, bonjour. Yeah, this is where we get our coffee here. Tim Hortons. Yes, this is what we pour on our pancakes. Maple syrup. What season are we in right now? Winter or fall. Yeah, what's on our flag in the center? Maple leaf. Yes, and the white stuff that falls, cold? No. Yes, and if it's not light, it's what outside? Dark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah! We know all of these things very, very well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so hang on the line, and we'll see how Kathy does this morning. Okay. Good morning, Kathy. Hi there. Hi. How's your Vietnam knowledge? Not good. Okay, we, we might... Be okay, with the exception of uh, a couple of them. Yeah. All right. I mean, Valencia, she says that these are friendly good morning Vietnam clues, so she didn't make them too tricky. (laughs) Okay. Let's give this a shot. All right. Here we go. Who's the actor that said that? Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, um... He played Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams. Yes, good. Uh, And this is a, a battle, that one on there. It's a what between two countries? War. Yeah, uh, and you eat these in your uh, bowl. They're long rice. You slurp, slurp them up. Right. Like rice. Okay, like spaghetti is what? Noodles. Yes, good. Uh, this falls from the sky. It's wet. 
Rain. Yes, and you eat a bowl of small grain. Or- ah, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, we needed more time. Oh, man. I'm yeah. so sorry. We were almost there, Kathy. You guys are doing pretty oh, wow. good. <laughs> Play okay. again, though, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be Craig today with your Canada category. You got off uh, much easier. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. What did he win? Well, Craig, we've got a uh, pair of tickets to Send Skills Competition, which is coming up in the CTC January the 8th. So you'll be there for that. And tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.ca. Great. Thanks. Enjoy. Turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Turns out it really is a small world after all. And your small world encounters have led to some interesting celebrity encounters. I mean, we heard earlier from Sharon who was on a flight and she had to miss a concert that she really, really, really wanted to go to, Christoberg, only to be seated next to him on the plane <laughs> while she's reading the concert review of the concert she missed. He's her seat partner. Like, what? I mean, that's probably better than going to the concert, let's let's face it. Honestly. Uh, Jenna has a pretty amazing story. She said that she was planning her birthday for months. So this was months in the making. They made reservations at Garde Manger in Montreal. Nice restaurant. When they finally made it, they go to dinner. And lo and behold, sitting at the next table over from her on her birthday, Mr. Ryan Gosling. What? <laughs> he even took a selfie with her and joined in and sang happy birthday to her with the rest of the restaurant. Wow. And she posted the selfie <laughs> on our Facebook page. And it's everything you would want it to be. You can't plan a better birthday than that. Like. Honestly, you got Ryan Gosling for your birthday. Small world. And Amber says that she and her husband were waiting patiently for their flight home from Rome after an amazing trip. She says, I'm looking a little rough. You know, it's early. I'm pretty sure I had a sunburn. Anyways, guess who walks up the gate? Sydney Crosby. Sit the kid. <laughs> She's like, obviously. I'm like, oh my gosh, hello. I went and I took a photo with him. He looks absolutely fabulous in that picture. And I look, well, a little scary. She <laughs> That's the worst. You finally get a celebrity picture with someone and you just hate the way you look at it. You've yeah. been traveling for hours and that's yeah. when they meet you. Uh, she did say, though, that he was really lovely. He took a lot of photos with pictures uh, nearby and spent some time with a family who was uh, had their son in a wheelchair. And they were big fans. So he spent some time with them. And just, you know, nice, just a nice guy. That's awesome. That's what you want to hear. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? This is such a crazy video and it was all caught on the doorbell camera. A mom jumping into action after a raccoon randomly attacks her five-year-old daughter standing on the front porch. So here's her daughter's blood-curdling scream. She's just screaming as this raccoon is latching and biting onto her leg, and she's trying to kick her leg and kick him off, and he's just not letting go. The mom comes running out of the house, grabs the raccoon by the neck with one hand, is like, you know, getting his teeth out from her daughter's leg, and then shoving her her daughter into the house with the other arm. This thing is going wild in her hand and she's trying to throw him, but he's clinging on to her. Finally, she's 
able to just chuck him off into the garden and he runs away. But like not normal to have a raccoon come be and like aggressive. unprovoked. Yeah. yeah. She's like, he must be rabid. So they oh, went and had to get rabies geez. shots yeah. and the whole thing. But the video she put out there because her daughter wanted people to know that, you know, this is possible. And so the family put it out. It instantly went viral. And people are like, that mother like wrestled that raccoon. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Those instincts, they kick in yeah. and nothing else matters. He was not a small guy either. <laughs> he was very bold. And speaking of bold, uh, New York City is looking for someone pretty bold. In fact, the uh, job posting says they are looking for a somewhat bloodthirsty individual with a killer instinct and a swashbuckling attitude. It (laughs) sounds like they're looking for a pirate, but they're not. They're looking for a director of rodent mitigation to try (laughs) to fight New York City's real enemy, the rat program or problem in New York City. Really? So the role is described as a 24-7 job (laughs) for this person with this swashbuckling attitude. Needs a crafty humor and a general aura of badassery. (laughs) This is the legit job description. And because the role is such a huge undertaking and they want you 24-7, whoever is awarded the role of getting rid of the rat problem can get $228,000 a year in a salary. Okay, that's not a, that's, that's actually not bad. That's a pretty good payroll. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to have a bachelor's degree and some relevant pest experience or urban planning <laughs> <laughs> on your resume, but yeah. I think this mother should apply. Yeah, Sen- right? Send in the video of you. <laughs> that's all she needs. Forget the degree. <laughs> She's got hands-on experience. <laughs> that's what's trending. Hi, is this Mikal? Michelle, yeah. Michelle, okay. Wasn't sure how to say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's uh, Angie and Janelle calling from Move 100. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Well, we've got um, some really great news for you, Michelle. Um, how would you like to have a nice little getaway uh, in the SDG counties? I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've been playing our Christmas in the Counties contest. You entered yourself. And guess what? You're the grand prize winner. Yay! I've never won anything. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this is a pretty great prize back. It's valued at $5,000. You're going to be getting $2,000 in Visa gift cards just to be uh, using while you can shop your way through the SDG Counties. We've got like a, a stay for you as well. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. Thank you. <laughs> Christmas in the counties. Woo! <laughs> Enjoy. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your day. Enjoy. Thank you. Oh, I will. <laughs> I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, this is certainly a feel-good story, but it sounds like a country music song for sure. It definitely could be. So Sean Ebbles, 24-year-old guy from Saskatchewan, and he discovered a familiar Ford F100 posted to a Facebook group in the summer of last year. So he recognized this truck right away. It's a very distinctive truck. It was the same truck his grandfather Leonard bought nearly 50 years ago. And Sean remembers visiting his grandfather's farm 
from as a child and admiring that truck because it was bright burnt orange mm. and he'd know it anywhere. It's a 1974 truck. And he would see the truck sitting there and he just thought it was the coolest thing when he was a little kid. So uh, he did lose his grandfather when he was pretty young and that truck was inherited by a family member. But Sean still enjoyed that it was in the family. He even got to borrow it for his grad. He drove it on his Aww, grad night. Fun. Got to show it off. Um, and so Sean was away for work a lot and didn't realize that a couple of years ago the truck was sold by that family member. And then he came across it on Facebook and he's like, oh my God, they sold it. So he immediately reached out, bought the truck back and set his sights on fixing it up. And he said, my grandfather will be so happy. It's back in the family again. He thought the world of that truck. It was his grandfather's pride and joy. And uh, he said that it's weird because when he works on the truck now, he feels a connection to his grandfather somehow, even though it's been years. But um, he said what's cool is that even... You know, working on the truck kind of as a hobby and getting friends to help him and learning from them sparked his interest to go back to school. And now he wants to pursue a career as a mechanic. Okay. Very cool. I love that story. Definitely a country song though, right? (laughs) Come on. Found found Grandpa's truck on Facebook. (laughs) Restored it. I love it. And that's all the feels on Move 100.